Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Our site has other great features like a message board, free OTR downloads, games, and much more. Check us out at www.comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers another podcast, which has a variety of old time radio programs, not just Superman. You can find it on our website or, or wherever you found this podcast. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 25, 28, 26, 27, 4, 6. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, and a certificate of membership. The code again is 25, 28, 26, 27, 4, and 6. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. And now, Superman, mighty visitor from another world who came to Earth when the planet Krypton was destroyed by quakes and explosions. Superman, who can bend steel in his bare hands, leap tall buildings at a single bound, raises speeding bullet to its target, and who walks about among human beings as champion of the weak and the oppressed in his character of Clark Kent, news reporter. When we last saw him... Kent was in the Southwest with Jimmy Olsen, copy boy of the Daily Planet, to investigate a series of mysterious crashes among test planes at lonely Bridger Field. While Jimmy had gone to the circuits in the nearby town of Del Rio, just across the border, Kent had barely prevented another tragedy when a plane bearing Mr. Fuller, the president of the company, arrived unexpectedly and burst into flames over the field. Rescued, the president told Kent and Ed Hamlin, manager of the airport, that in 48 hours a distinguished visitor would arrive at Bridger Field, and that it was up to Hamlin to prevent any further accident. At that moment, a field attendant came in to announce that young Jimmy had returned from the circus and wished to see Kent at once. As our story continues today, an hour has passed. Kent and Jimmy are being driven across the border to Del Rio, and Jimmy has amazing news. Listen. All right, Mr. Kent. I'll start talking. But first, who's the important visitor Mr. Fuller said was coming to Bridger Field? Well, I'm not sure, Jimmy. Mr. Fuller wouldn't say, but you know what the National Air Service does. They make planes, don't they? Well, very special planes. They do a lot of experimenting. If I'm not mistaken, this visitor isn't a man at all. It's some brand new type of plane, and they're bringing it to Bridger Field because it's the most out-of-the-way place they can think of to test it. Boy, that hitches up with what I found out at the circus. What do you mean? Well, I was sort of in an alleyway there by the tents. Yeah? And all of a sudden, I saw that brakeman who was on the circus train. And he tried to grab me. What did you do? Boy, I lit out. I ducked around a bunch of wagons, and he never did find out where I went. And then came the next thing. Go on. Well, Mr. Kent, I pulled up alongside a little shack, you know. I wanted to get my wind. Yes? All of a sudden, I heard a couple of guys talking inside. And they were talking about airplanes at Bridger Field. They were? Who were they? You wouldn't believe it, Mr. Kent. One of them was a circus strongman. They called him a Russian. His name was Fodor. And the other was Professor Hagen. Hagen? Who's he? He's the animal trainer. I saw him put on his act at the circus. That's how I knew. Hagen trains all the wild animals. And boy, is he good. Well, never mind that. What were they saying? You'd never believe it. I heard one of them mention Bridger Field. Yes? I think it was Hagen. 
Then I began to listen. So, you say something is going to happen, Professor. In a very short while, Fodor. Shorter even than they think at Bridgerfield. And the fools, they think they have until the day after tomorrow. From information I have just received, they will have no longer than tonight. No. Are you sure? Not positive, Fodor. Merely sure enough to take all precautions. The final message will come later in the usual way. Oh, you mean by that, Joe. But tell me, Professor, what is this thing which happens at the airfields? They think they've found something new, Fodor. Something in flying machines never before realized. And secret. So secret that not even the officials at Bridger Field know what comes. But I know... And I tell you now, Fodor, it will never come. It will go the way of all the others. You will not tell me, Professor. Why do you do this? Why do I bring down the planes? Never mind why, my friend. We are well paid, you and I. That is all we need to know. The rest does not concern you, does it? Oh, no, no. I, I was just... I, I just asked. As I say, Fodor, I leave at once for the cabin in the hills. Your job will be to stay here and see that nothing goes wrong. Once I have arrived and arranged the new wiring, there will be no further occasion for the radio. But until then, Professor... Until then, later tonight, there may be one last message. I shall receive that wherever I happen to be. Now, come. We've wasted too much time already. Come, Michael. And that's all I heard, Mr. Kent. Jimmy, I should say you heard plenty. But, Mr. Kent, what does it all mean? It means Professor Hagen, masquerading as an animal trader in the circus is responsible for all those plane accidents. But, Jimmy, what we need is proof. Without it, we can't do a thing. We don't even know what's going on. We only guess. What's Hagen actually doing? Where's this mysterious cabin in the hills? And above all, Jimmy, what's he going to do when he gets there? I'm with you, Mr. Kent. Where do we start and when? The minute we get to Del Rio. And as to where, well, I think we'll have a look at that shack in the circus grounds. Now, hang on, Jimmy. I'm going to tell our pal out in front to put on a little more speed. Well, it got dark in a hurry, all right Good thing they're not giving a show tonight They're gonna move out tomorrow, maybe that's why Is this the shack? Yep, this is it Quiet, Mr. Kent Sounds like a menagerie We're right in the heart of the circus, all right, Jimmy We were lucky finding that hole in the fence what about the shack, Mr. Kent? Uh, I think it's empty. Let's see if the door's open. What if they catch us? I'm going to have to chance it. Oh, good. It's unlocked. Come on, Jimmy. Gee, you were right, Mr. Kent. It is empty. Close the door. We want to look around. Lucky I've got a flashlight. Look there, Mr. Kent. Yes, that explains the sudden disappearance of Hagen and the strong man. It's a trap door into the cellar, and it's open. Golly, what has gone a little shack like this that have a cellar? Hey, Mr. Kent, are you going down there? Certainly. If our scheming friends went down here, it's more than just a cellar. Why, there's a tunnel down here. Are you there, Jimmy? I'm coming, Mr. Kent. Hey, it is a tunnel. Regular flight of steps. Where do you suppose it goes? Shh, that's allowed. Come on, Jimmy. Keep close behind me. Listen. That sounded like it came from down ahead. I think it did. Then Professor Hayden built this shack right over the entrance to an underground cave. Come on. Mr. Kent, which way will we go? Don't you see? Toward that light. Come on, Jimmy. I think it opens out into a kind of a room or chamber in the rock. What? What? There's somebody in there. 
If there is, I hope it's Hagen. If what he said was true, there's not much time for fooling around. Come on. Here's the room. Take it easy. The whole place seems to be absolutely deserted. Wonder where they all are. Gee, what's that? Quiet. Mexicali Broadcasting Station, Del Rio. It's the radio. Quiet, Jimmy. Weathercom forecast for northern Sonora and Chihuahua. Give me a pencil. Quick, quick. Attention, please. Thanks. This is final report. Important storm coming. Special precautions obtained. We'll meet arriving rains near midnight. Set all master signals which say, take shelter. Must avoid wind. Not try to miss. That is all. Gee, that was the dizziest stuff I ever heard. Did he say it was a weather report? That's what he said, but I'm beginning to think... Look here, Jimmy. The men in the shack this afternoon, Hagen and Fodor. Didn't they say something about a radio? Mr. Kent, someone's coming. What? You're right. Down the stairway from the shack. We've got to get out of here quick. No, it's too late. We can't make it, Jimmy. They'd see us if we tried it now. Back, back. Listen, what if they come right into this room? Quiet. Got the chance, that Quick. I'll stay up and open the risket. Get in that closet. No, I'll stay with you. Don't argue, Jimmy. Slide in that closet. Keep the door closed. Okay. Remember, whatever happens, keep that door closed. <sighs> Looks as though there might be something doing pretty soon. If there is, I don't want Jimmy around when Superman does his stuff. Huh? Whoever it is, he's coming this way. Right into this room. Who is in there? If anyone is in the room of Professor Hagen... <laughs> Ah, what you do here? Oh, nothing. Just looking around. What you do down here? How you get in? Same way you did. Down the stairs. You know who I am. I am Fodor, strongman. Well, that's very interesting. You down here where you do not belong. You thief. Very well. I show you what we do with thief. Careful, Fodor. Don't get too close. I been crowbar in naked hands. Maybe I show you how, yes? Look out. I bend strongmen. I'm warning you, Fodor. This is what we do to Chief. So. Easy. Easy. You'll hurt your hand. And I pick you up. I throw you through walls. Oh, no. Not today, Fodor. On the other hand. Hey, hey, now, what you do? Hey, I catch you. Wait. I hit you with table. Sorry, Fodor. Now it's my turn. And as I said, I've been strong men. Double them up like jackknives. How's this for your honor? And now you're in the way. I think you said something about throwing me against the wall. Well, see how you like this. I think that takes care of Fodor. Now, back to Jimmy as Clark Kent. All right, Jimmy. You can come out. Gee, Mr. Kent, what happened? I heard terrible crashes. Oh, just a little argument with your friend Fodor, the strong man. He's over there in the corner. Gosh, Mr. Kent, don't tell me you licked the strong man. Well, didn't exactly lick him, Jimmy. He more or less tripped, fell on his neck. Uh, that was the crash you heard. Golly, he's out like a light. Hey, what are you doing? Jimmy, there's no time to lose. If anybody heard that row, they'll be after us. And if we expect to find anything here, we better start looking now. No, not over there. Jimmy, we'll start looking right here. Mr. Kent, what do you mean? Jimmy, this piece of paper. I took down what that Mexican announcer said over the radio. You did? What for? Because maybe it's only a hunch. I can't be sure. No, it's not a hunch. I was right. Jimmy, look here. Look. Look at what? What has Clark Kent found in the dimness of Professor Hagen's hideout? 
far underground. What is he staring at so fixedly? And what can he do to save the mysterious airplane due to arrive so soon at Bridger Field? Tune in next time and follow the story. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.